Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Lunch with Leah, episode 414, and here's Leah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to 2020, where you have 2020 vision into the future. By the way, I had a psychic reading the other day. I took all the notes. I have to go back and read them. I was distracted when I had it, so I don't remember what she said. I think she said I was going to be really super fabulous this year. <laughs> she posted a picture of you all or something on, on her Instagram oh, account. Oh, she did? You, yes. Oh, my God. I have to go look it up. I mean, I, her name was Tiffany. Was it Tiffany? Yeah, I think yeah. it was Tiffany something. She anyway. Was like, I, I, I got the chance to do a fabulous reading with this well, lady today. Well, I met her through this guy that's a television producer who's been trying for 500 years to get me to do some TV show thing, but you know, I tell you what, this TV thing, I think I'm over it. It has to be something really, really exciting for me to get back into that drama. But anyway, that's how I met, it, met her. And she want, she's going to have a TV show where she does readings like Tyler or whatever. And yeah. I said, I'm not doing my reading on television, but I'll do my reading. I'd rather pay and not do it on television anyway. But she didn't tell me anything. I can't go back. I'll have to go back your, and find my notes. Your microphone's over there. I'll oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to 2020. Repeat where you have psychic vision. Listen, I'm brain dead. I was in jury duty for two days and I had to get up at six o'clock and you just, you have no idea how that ruins my day. If I get up that early, I can't think all day. I walk into walls. I'm so sleepy. I'm irritable. I just, I, I can't, I just, I can't function at that hour. But I, there's a whole subculture out there. There are people on the streets, people driving, people at jury duty. I was like, oh, my God, everybody's awake around here. I couldn't believe it because I, I just never get up that early. I certainly don't interact with anybody or look out my window that early. Anyway, so, well, the good news is I got RJ checked into the dorm. Oh, God, I was crying myself sick on Sunday. I was like, oh, my God, he's moved out. Again, it was horrible. I had like withdrawals, but then of course I lured my way into taking him to lunch yesterday because I know he likes shorties. So I said, "I've got to go to Trader Joe's right next to Shorties if you want to go to lunch." He jumped on that. I was so, going to say that you have yeah. asked twice on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. That's my routine: is how to get him, you know, to go somewhere and hang out, is to like offer food. Anyway, so uh, he likes his roommate, even though he doesn't see his roommate. His roommate's always either working or doing some That's activity. The best <laughs> he doesn't think so. He thinks they should be hanging out. So I said, don't worry. You're going to meet other people. And uh, made his room look really cute. It's organized like a boat. Everything has its place. Right. Everything's labeled where it's supposed to go. And he said he's got it exactly still that way. And every time I send over anything from laundry or anything new, I'll put it exactly. I take a picture, and I'm telling him you have to look at the end of the day and make sure everything is right here because you've got to learn to be organized. When you're in a small living quarter, you don't have room to stray around. You have mm. to have everything exactly where it's supposed to go and be able to find it immediately. So he's been really good at it so far, but it, well, it's been three days. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look at that in about three months. Yeah, Here exactly. But there's four, two guys in one room, two guys in another room, and a little bathroom. The bathroom 
is smaller than like like the laundry closet. It, it's got a shower, a toilet, <laughs> and two sinks, and four boys share it. Uh, I can't. I, I put Lysol in there, and I said, you spray that shower every time you walk in there. You wear your thongs. You don't go barefooted. It just, uh, I don't know. But you know what? <laughs> They're kids, and I guess they'll just... It doesn't seem to bother him. It didn't seem to bother him at all. He's like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, okay. And then there's a little tiny space above the sink. And I'm like, I bought a little tiny table to sit in the corner. I said, you keep your toothbrush and you keep your water thing and you keep all your stuff right on that little table in the corner. You don't stick it up there because it's going to get all that stuff on it. Oh, I just can't. Let's just can't. <laughs> oh, anyway, I hope he becomes a multi-gazillionaire a successful person from going to college, whatever. So um, then let me think what else went on. Oh, tomorrow we have a group coming here. Did James, Jason tell you? Are you going to come tomorrow? He didn't tell me anything Oh, about Jason, it, forget it. He didn't tell you anything. Well, oh, I just found out yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> Dave Hampton is going to I'm sure he come. would have if he knew. Yeah, he just knew yesterday. You know Dave, how he is. Yeah. He calls yesterday and says, I'm coming Thursday with the cinematographer and a bunch of people. They're going to start promoting the product. I don't know what they're going to do. You know what? Okay. Let's just see what they do when they get here. So we ordered the sliders or whatever for them. And that's at noon tomorrow if you want if you okay. would like to attend. Freda has been in Ecuador. The one week I'm on jury duty and Roy Jr. is starting school and Roy's in the middle of this legal thing, I have Freda gone gone to Ecuador. <laughs> so there's like uh, the dogs, that's an issue. Uh, everything. We can't leave the house because there's no one there at night. If she's not there, I have to make Paul come in because I never leave the house alone, never leave the dogs alone. Buddy, Freda's dog, has barked all night long, every night, starting at 3 in the morning, and waking everybody oh, up. So yesterday, Heidi took the dog home with her, and she said she was going to get her son, who's like 8 or 10 years old, to keep him busy. And now she sent me pictures. She said, the mom wants to adopt the dog. And I didn't want to say anything. I was like, listen, if Freda didn't come back, <laughs> That's what you can keep the dog. <laughs> if the dog never showed back up when It'd she got fine, here. be fine, because we've got four dogs, and we wouldn't miss it that much. The dog is so attached to Freda that, you know, if she's not there, he's sitting on her porch or barking. It's heartbreaking, but I can't do any more about it. I've done everything. I've brought the dog to the room. He runs back down to the kitchen. He's a needy dog. Because he Freda <laughs> enables needy people. That's why RJ doesn't know how to make a bed, because of Freda. Because <laughs> everything I do, she just goes behind me and does it anyway. So whatever. Then what else went on? And then, you know, we've got Kelly Dodd texting me about that birthday party. And you know how much I love her. But I hope there aren't a bunch of Republicans here. I won't be able to keep my mouth shut, number one. <laughs> number two. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm in town because I may go to L.A. And also, it's at that nightclub it's over warm. on the beach. My worst nightmare. But anyway, so let's see what happens with that. I'll, I mean, I do just adore her. It, it's going to be an interesting... Uh, it's going to be a eclectic group of people. S H I. She says he's not that political. That he just does like on the beat stuff on the thing. But if you work over at Fox and you're in that culture over there, you've got to be political. Otherwise, they're not going to have you there. It's yeah. simple. Look, they, they ran out Shep Shepard. Yep. Because he didn't want to prop, do propaganda. He wanted mm -hmm. to do news. Don Wilkins wants to know: <clears throat> Do you like your jury duty? You know something. I don't mind jury duty. 
the case that I was in front of was not a good case for me because I had a lot of biases and opinions about a lot of the things involved in it. But I think it's a good thing to be a juror. I've been a juror before. I've been called. Mm -hmm. I was a juror once. I was called three times. I was excused. But I've never negated jury duty. I actually like jury duty. I, I don't have a problem with it. I find it interesting and fascinating and the witnesses and the cases and what the judge says and all that. I hate that time thing, though. Eight in the morning. That doesn't happen. <laughs> they would start at noon. Leah with all the court I cases to start it. around two. If they would start at noon or one then after lunch, I'd be happy to do it. But I'm just sitting there trying to stay awake at 8.30 in the morning. Can't yeah. even remember anything they said because I'm a zombie. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, I wasn't picked. No surprise there. <laughs> Susan said letters that she did not enjoy jury duty at no? all. No? <laughs> well, it's interesting in a way, you know, to see. It's like... You know, it's just, I don't know, you hear everybody's life story in a way. And you see, like, and you know what, I'm, but, you know, I'm not a good juror because I always believe in second chances. And I always believe in um, people trying to, like, rehabilitate people or educate people or give them a skill or... Um, help them rather than throw them in jail because once they go to jail they become career criminals and they become worse criminals than they were when they went in there so that's an issue for me so that's why I'm not a great juror because I'm always going to kind of lean towards you know is it this person's liberty worth giving up over this one thing that they did now it depends on what it is I mean if they shoot and kill somebody or something that's another story but just generally speaking people screw up and a lot of times you know these kids that screw up you don't even know what their life story is they could have been living in a foster home they could have been living in the ghetto they could have been a part of a gang their dad could be in jail and so you can't hold them completely responsible for all the things they do because you don't know what their life story was so right. I'm just not a great juror in that way because I'm not a hardcore like my husband he can put somebody on the witness stand the nicest he could put a nice senior citizen woman with pearls on and shred her to the ground and leave her weeping and just walk out the courtroom and go well she confessed <laughs> you know and I'll be sitting there going and consoling her oh I feel so sorry about how he treated you so I'm not a good juror but anyway <laughs> Silvery, do Sylvia Daughtery said she loved uh, her jury duty at the Old Bailey in London she got to do oh, it in London well and that'd be different yeah Alex Pletcher says if Kelly Dodd was a Republican it's all over for us Dems lol <laughs> say that it, oh it's what <laughs> he says if Kelly Dodd uh, was a Republican I think he is a Republican oh, yeah. it's all over for us Dems oh <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't think she'll be on the campaign trail for anybody. <laughs> okay, and ask me anything on social media. KSG791, Kevin G, if you had family and friends visiting L.A. from out of town, what would be the five top restaurants you would recommend in any price range, including holes in the wall or higher establishments? Well, for if it the location did not matter. Okay, mm -hmm. so let's set aside the location because in L.A., you tend to go near where you are, and there's a million restaurants near where you are in any part of town because the traffic is bad and it takes forever to get there and the parking and that. But if the parking wasn't consideration, I mean, the location wasn't consideration, if you want to go to an inexpensive, fabulous place, the place Warrior that Hochi sent me to was great. It's right there on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. We like Boa in West Hollywood. Uh, my son likes Dantana's and Rayo's for Italian food. 
Um, Maestro's. Obika's right down the hill. People like, I like Obika. They have great Branzino. It's right outside. You can sit outside on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, a lot of people say Maestro's. I think it's okay. I went there with Howard Weitzman and his wife. It's great. I've been there with Michael Eisner. I, I, it's okay. I don't, I don't know that it's all that everybody cracks it up to be, but it's good. I mean, it's good. It's not like, oh, my God. And then, um, and then let me think what else. I would say those would be, like, probably the main ones that we would probably frequent. Maybe we would go to uh, – we used to go to Wolfgang's, but then they closed. I don't know if they relocated or what. And a lot of people like Cut. I think it's overpriced. I think it's you okay. To to Craig's too, didn't you? Oh yeah, Craig's. That's a good one. Oh, and I'll tell you that Craig's is a good one for the scene and for the food, and they have a lot of vegan food there. The one I really like is Crossroads because it's a vegan restaurant, but you would never know it. And it's a very healthy restaurant, and it's so good. And the atmosphere is great, and the drinks are good. So I, I would say those would be my top ones. I only know all those because of RJ's always hungry. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd go in and out burger. Except I don't like to try not to eat meat. Hello, Mrs. Black, EJ Design 01. I've always admired you and believe you are a strong role model for women of all ages. Well, I don't know if I, not too many people might not agree with that one. Uh, just want to say hello. Keep being you. Oh, thanks, Aaron. Oh, good. I'm glad somebody understands my neurosis. Andre1331, I know you really don't like talking about them, but when was the last time you saw people? Oh, yeah, I should have read this in advance. Miami <laughs> Housewife cast, how did it go? Would any of them come on the podcast as a guest? I stay in touch with Joanna, and I missed her this last trip, so at the last day I went and mailed her baby gift. Uh, I stay a little bit in touch with Karen, um, I, you know, Lisa sometimes reaches out to me if she, you know, maybe she does or maybe she doesn't. Um, I don't know if they're, I keep in touch with any of the other ones. I can't think of who they would be. And then, you know, the, then there's the, the hate club. I wouldn't have anything to do with them. I wouldn't want to deal with hate club. Uh, so, yeah, that would be that. Um, I'm trying to think if I missed anybody. All right. They, see, they're not even on my radar. <laughs> Go back and look at the pictures to see who they were. Oh, you know, I thought Christy Rice and I, she's been to the office a couple of times, and she's a sweet girl, so she was good. Larsa, I, didn't have, a, I have no problems with Larsa, but she's in La La Land, so, yeah, that's the story. The uh, Arc of Color photograph. Where do you think the next Housewife franchise should be located? San Francisco, Seattle, Scottsdale. I don't think they should have any more. I think they've got enough. But if I had to pick a place, I don't know where I might might say. I think, you know, I might even say somewhere like Nashville or something. You know, they don't have anything like that. Andy said it was one of the places they were oh, trying Nashville to pick it, it, it didn't pan out. It didn't click. Chicago didn't click. Yeah. Nashville didn't click. Salt Lake City's next. So. Well, Salt Lake and City might just, be interesting you know, because just, all those Mormons out there. They yeah. live a double lives, a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And I will say that um, as far as uh, making room for the Salt Lake City in the programming schedule, um, Andy's face looked about like it did um, at the end of the Dallas reunion. Oh, really? the, end, the end of the Miami Yeah, I mean, they're jammed third. with shows, you yeah, know? I don't think, I don't, I'll be surprised if Dallas comes back. I heard a rumor. Honestly. You know, they kept bringing it back and resuscitating it and resuscitating it and resuscitating when the ratings were really bad on Dallas for a long time. So I... I think that maybe they are now to the point where we've tried as long as hard as we can, and we just can't get the the ratings up. Mm -hmm. But I would not be surprised if they started live streaming some of the housewife shows that don't have the ratings that they want, mm -hmm. or that um, 
you know, are getting old and stale. I yeah. w- that wouldn't surprise me because that seems to be where everything's going anyway. Yeah. What no, I could just tell he was really over that whole show. The other over night, Dallas. When he's over it, you can, I could tell can during tell our reunion face. that he was over it. He had the same look as I us at the end of season three reunion. of Miami as he did at the end of season four After of Dallas. After our reunion, I said, to, I said right away, they're not bringing this show back. Not happening, and I I knew it at the reunion. Okay, <laughs> Stacia, what is your advice for a successful marriage? Um, well, I guess probably trust is the number one, and um, fidelity. Um, I don't know. You know, I think we're just too normal. We're normal. We're not like everybody else. <laughs> we're just normal people. <laughs> I think being normal, that may be it. Ryan Slade, how do you keep yourself motivated to keep hustling and making a name for yourself when times are tough and the odds are struck against you? You know, that's a good point. I mean, because really it is hard to do anything anymore, get anything done anymore. And there's so much oxygen taken out of the room between the climate and the fires and the hurricanes and the earthquakes and then the politics and the corruption. And then, you know, the disasters going on in the world. It's hard to even have a voice about anything. Mm -hmm. So for me... I just keep doing stuff because I think if you keep putting one foot in front of the other and you're persistent and you just keep moving forward, something will break for you. And you know what? It always has for me. Somehow, some way, something always breaks. I don't know how. I guess I just don't give up. And then finally something happens, and then I run with that for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run with the CBD for a while right now. It's, running, it's doing very well. Yep. Mindfulness and mentalism. That's an interesting name. What would you recommend for deciding what career path to take? You know, that's another interesting question. That You could do a whole day. I used to do seminars on that. You can do 12 hours on that one. You have to really like it. If you don't like it, you're not gonna you're gonna be mediocre at it. So you Find gotta really, really like it. Yeah, you gotta be passionate about it and you gotta really, really, really like it. Number one. And number two, then you've got to figure out if you like it, how you can translate it into income to support yourself. There are a lot of things you can love that just have to be hobbies, and then you have to get a job. (laughs) So you have to be able to translate what it is you like into income. And there are ways to do it. I mean, you can do, people found crazy things they love to do that turned out to make a ton of money by doing them. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think you're better off, like they say, if you want to be an actress, get a degree in something else to fall back on. So if you have one of those passionate things that may not bring money, have something else to do part-time until you make that one happen. But Chicago. don't give up if you're passionate. Don't give up. Keep doing it, even Just if it's a hobby. It. Even if it's a hobby, yeah. do it on nights and weekends. Chicago Susie, I have a dark shadow under my eyes due to allergies. I take allergy medicine every day and try to get eight hours of sleep a night. Is there anything the beauty line could diminish the darkness? I cannot leave the house without an eye concealer. You know, I used to wear concealer all the time. I don't wear it anymore. A lot of the people that are using the eye cream are telling and us that, too, in that. their testimonials. I mean, so. you know, we, the, the lab and the chemist and... and the formulators never told us that it would get rid of dark circles, but if you go to my Instagram, Leah Black Miami Instagram, and you go to where we post on every Tuesday the testimonials, you're going to see a ton of testimonials that say they no longer have dark circles yeah. under their eyes. So that was another one. And the other one that surprised me, we've got a lot of people saying they got rid of their Roche show. We've yeah. never made that claim either, but and the eczema. customers are making the claim. And they're and saying eczema. eczema too. Yeah, yeah so, you know, it does. Uh, CBD's got a lot of healing properties in it, you know? I think there's a lot more to be learned about it. <laughs> there's a lot more. 
more. Yeah. And but, we have all those testimonials on the website, too, so that people can go to the website. Oh, web, they are? That's right. Yeah, you can go to the website well. and look at it. Leahblack.com. So, but if you want to try a product, if you use the podcast, you'll get 50% off on any CBD products and the Sudden Youth Kit. The Sudden Youth Kit's a mask that lifts, tones, firms, tightens, helps reduce the pore size, cleans out the impurities, and sloughs off the old cells. And that takes about 10 minutes, and you get 15 treatments uh, in one little jar. So, uh, tube. So if I were you, I'd use the word podcasting at my discount and try it if, and see what happens. I, mm-hmm. I would, let me tell you, out of all these customers over the last couple of years since we've had CBD, I don't think we've had any refunds or complaints. I think we've had a couple of people question if they're using something right or maybe if they're allergic to this or that, can they use it? But if we'd have, it's been very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. So we're, and they're all reordering 50%. Most yeah. 50% of our orders every day are reorders. Okay, here's a customer testimonial, thinking of customers. Leah, I can't thank you enough for your CBD products. I'm a 44-year-old mother of three and began suffering from adult acne. I was becoming depressed because of it. I had tried several products, including teratin gel prescribed by my dermatologist, and it didn't give me the results I desperately wanted. I started listening to Jeff Lewis Live, and he kept plugging away at your products, and I finally gave in. When I started using your products, I slowly got my confidence back and was able to go out in public without any makeup. So thank you a million for all you do and all the advice you give on your podcast, including on Jeff Lewis's show. Below are pictures of my monthly progress. The lighting is a little bit different, but you can still see the difference. Thank you. Isabel Valadez Balarium. Then she puts, oh my God, look at these pictures. Yeah, those were the photos Month that she sent to And girl, I know they can't see it on the, on the podcast, this but, girl but should, they can see it on our posts. So. Should, you should be in marketing. Yeah. She's got her before and afters on the left side. Look at all these blemishes I and know. on the right side. That was the then, first month. That's the first month. The second month, they're like hardly any on the left side. And look side at the tone of the skin. The right it's side. already changing. And you the skin see. tone's changing. Yeah. And she's right. And uh, there are no blemishes on the left or the right side mm-hmm. on month three. Honey, you need to be in sales and marketing because very <laughs> few people would take these pictures and write this testimonial and send it. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Isabel, Isabel Valadez Bellarin. Go to our website and go to our Instagram and check out these photos. That is just incredible. Incredible. Yeah. She had a lot of blemishes and discoloration, and they're gone. And her pore sizes, you could tell, were large, and you could see a lot of blemishes underneath the surface, ready to pop out, that are gone. That's incredible. Good for you. I wonder if she's using all the products. That's interesting. She's probably for sure using the wash. Mm-hmm. She's probably for sure using the serum and the CBD moisturizer. Yeah, I think she's using the whole regimen. And probably the mask, because the mask cleans a lot of that out. So she may be exfoliating. She's probably using the whole thing. Yeah. We should look it up. Yeah, we did. She bought the whole she kit. The whole kit. We oh, did the look whole it up. Kit. So, that's yeah. the one that's how much is that? To it's 270 for the six products for plus the, the signed products. book. And then, um, yeah, it's 270. So it's a normal yeah. $500 value and you get free shipping on that as well. There, there you go. So there. Okay, in royalty news. Yes, well, some of the people wanted to hear your take on this. <laughs> you know, I really, I'm glad I don't have a big audience because I just fucking wind up either in jail or hell because <laughs> people would report me because what I really think is so bad that it's just horrible what I think. But this is what I really think. I hate to say, I can't even believe I'm going to say that. Oh my God, my <coughs> big mouth. Hold but on. Just between us. This is, oh yeah, this is an all opinion. Allegedly. This is opinion based news. This is not a, a factual news. So, what I think is I think that. This is Trump news. 
that no, there is an undercurrent of racism in every country or most countries. So I think that bubbled up to the surface and it was offensive. I think Megan's falling out with her family offended a lot of people, but I don't blame her one bit for that. Her dad selling pictures uh, to try to make money and her sister, stepsister she hasn't seen in 15 years comes out of the out of the woodwork in a wheelchair whining about her medical problems and trying to sell photos and be part of the whole thing. And I think that she was smart to cut them off because that's like an extortionist. You give one picture, they're going to get two. You get two, they're going to get three. They're going to make a living off of selling pictures of them. And she wasn't close to them anyway. I think her mother being so black with black skin in all these pictures and all these events just brings out that racism, racism, racism. So forget all that. Put all that aside. That's the public's point of view. Somebody's over there stirring that pot. Now, let me tell you what I think. This is what I honestly believe. And I hate myself for believing the worst in this because I like to think the best. But if you notice that wedding, she looked perfect. She did not miss one word. She, she, ran that, she did that wedding like a Hollywood script. She was on point. She went where she was supposed to be, said exactly what she was supposed to be. She had memorized every line. She knew every word, and she delivered at that wedding. I mean, she was a professional actress at that wedding. You know, she got her lines down, and there were a ton of lines. If you're not a Catholic and you don't know all that stuff, that's a lot to learn and memorize, and the songs and the whole thing. She was perfect. But if you notice at that wedding, I never saw a picture of Kate looking at her. Mm -hmm. Every time I saw Kate, she was looking at the kids or looking at somebody else or keeping her head down. And I sensed that Kate did not like her getting all of that attention. I really did. Then, when she and Harry became the big stars over there, when they first came out, they were the big stars. They were the ones that everybody wanted to come to an event. They were the ones that everybody wanted to come to their charity. They were the new star couple in town. And I think that she didn't like that either. And I think what brought me to this final conclusion was two things. When, when the older brother, the prince, said the other day, for my whole life I had my, my arm wrapped around my little brother and I just can't do it anymore. Who is in his ear? Who's in his ear telling him that? Who? What do you think? Who's he listening to? Mm -hmm. Okay? So that is one thing. Then the second thing is, she, I think if, if Kate, in her mind, if, like, they're getting all the attention and the glory, and I'm the one with all this responsibility, and I'm going to be the queen, I think that if the press came to her and said... Can you give me something off the record? It wouldn't surprise me that she would stir the pot. And I've heard from people in the industry that she does stir the pot with her little PR team over there. That is, so there you have that. And then Tim Rosta's friends, when I was in England, told me that it's a known fact that she and her mother plotted to make sure she went to the same high school or the same college that he went to and tried to meet him. So you couple all that in, and she... For a commoner, Kate Middleton really wiggled her way into there, and she's got every picture's perfect, everything with the kids are perfect, she dresses perfect, she hasn't missed a mark. But behind the scenes, what is she saying and doing? So I don't know. Somebody's in, someone's in the prince's ear. Someone's in his ear to turn him against his brother like that. What could Harry have done that could have upset the brother so much? I don't get it. And by the way, if I'm Harry... And my mother is killed because the paparazzi's making their life miserable and chasing them down and hunting them down. And you start going after my wife and my baby? I'm done. What do they need it for? Princess Diana left all her money to Harry, 25 million pounds, because she said Prince would inherit the throne. 
and Harry wouldn't inherit anything. So she left everything to him. Megan's got her own money. Megan's also got a makeup artist, a stylist, a manager, a press team. She's lived the, outside of the royal kingdom. She's lived in the real world. And she's got to be sitting over there going, you know something, Harry? There is another life outside of this. And if we're miserable and they're making us miserable and they're threatening us and they're making, us, making horrible racial slurs about us and all the things that the tabloids were saying, you know, they've got to be thinking, you know, maybe we don't have to put up with this anymore. And somebody did the other day, I don't know if I have it here, an expose in the uh, pictures of how they would have Kate wearing a certain dress and it would be all flattering. They would have Megan wearing the same certain dress and it would be all the stuff they picked apart. Then they would have Kate holding her baby and it wouldn't it be the perfect mother. And then they would have Megan holding her baby the same way and they'd be talking about how she wasn't holding the baby well, properly. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up. Like yeah. Yesterday there was this whole thing that was published. Yes. CNN covered it. There were 26 instances where it was the exact same situation yes. between both of them and the narrative was completely, completely different, different for yep. Markle than it was with the other that's one. That's right. And, and people are commenting here, Sylvia Dordery, who lives over there, says... Please don't think that all of England agrees with the tabloids and are racist. Most of us here think that they uh, should be left alone and we want them to be happy and we don't want to have to pay with it f with our taxes. So, well, I mean, here's you know. the other thing. Harry is ninth in line for the throne. Michelle Treby says, Leah, Meghan Markle is crazy. <laughs> she made me crazy. France, she Boris not Meghan is Yoko Ono. <laughs> well, well, let, me, let me tell you something. Maybe so, but let me tell you. That, that people are criticizing them for spending $3 million renovating their house. Well, you know that castle's probably 100 billion years old, and it probably didn't. It probably was a health hazard. It needed plumbing. It needed electric. Probably. It wasn't like they were lining the walls with. It does, $3 million doesn't go very far once you start getting into electric and plumbing and structure of a house. It probably had mold. It was an old thing. They brought in $1.3 billion for that wedding. $1.3 billion. So the tabloid news is going to cut off their nose to spite their face and kill off the golden goose. Because if you bring in $1.3 billion for your wedding and you want to spend $3 million renovating a home that should have already been renovated, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if you're taking a royal salary because you've given up your career or can't have a career because you're in the royal family and you're out trotting yourself around all over the place, different countries and different events all the time to promote peace or whatever, charities or whatever, you deserve a salary for that. I worked for a charity for 22 years for free. If I got paid 10 cents a dollar, I'd be a billionaire right now. So I don't have a problem with that. And then the, the final thing that is what I heard is that, you know, the tabloids write these horrible stories. But the part that was really upsetting to them was after the story, when you go to the comment section, they had trolls and trolls and trolls of people making fun of her for being black, making fun of her mother for being black, making fun of her not having a relationship with her father. They were trolling her, trolling her, and trolling her. And you know when you make a few enemies on social media, you know how much how power that can grab. I mean, they, they just it just becomes exponential. And before you know it, everyone's piling on. And I think she's like, you know, what are we getting? We're getting a house out in the middle of nowhere that needs renovating. And we're getting all these assignments and duties to go to that we can go promote charities anywhere in the world. With We don't need to do it for them. A charity is a charity wherever it is. And if they want to treat us right and treat us with some respect and, and, and acknowledge our space and, and let us feel safe, 
you know what, we're part of it. But if they're gonna treat us horrible and go after us and hunt us down and do to the same thing to us they did to Princess Diana and write negative garbage about us all the time, I don't know that we need it anymore. So I don't really blame them. And when you look at that one analysis of how they treated Kate compared to how they treat Megan, it is black and white that they are out to get her and she's a target. And they were yeah. very popular amongst the, amongst the British people when they and first got married. They are. And, and I will just say this, too. I saw a thing this morning where they were talking about like what they're losing, what they're going to be able to keep, and all that kind of stuff. And if you remember that, you know... Princess Di, she was like she was allowed to keep the title, I think, but they they took away they took away her security. They took away her security. And she wound up so dead. She, she didn't have any police protection, and then within a, a year, I think she they said she dead. was dead. So they yeah. were talking about that this yeah. morning and comparing that to the same situation where also the uh, Kate, I think Kate's two sisters or the the two cousins or whatever, yeah. they both have had their security detail removed, uh, and they had to cut a lot of expenses as well. So I mean, it's you know. You I know think, what? I think if, if if you live in that type, if you live in a monarchy, that's part of the way it gets run. Yeah, so, but there are know. people that need more security than others. There are a lot of these so these uh, these royalties, people royals that never really got a yeah, whole bunch see. of attention and a bunch of press, and they don't really need a lot of security. A lot of people don't even know who they are, or they make very uh, very subtle appearances. Meghan and Harry were superstars overnight they had to have the security the crowds were clamoring at them mm -hmm. and they may be thinking you know in Canada we don't need all that security or in Beverly Hills or Los Angeles we don't need all that security and we can work part-time and still do our charity stuff and support ourselves and not live off the royal family right. and not not take all this criticism so I don't have any criticism against them hmm. okay moving um, along let's take our five second break real quick for our commercials Right, all 10 of them. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay. And we're back. In entertainment news, the reviews of Cats, well... <laughs> Apparently the reviews weren't very good. Oh my god. They gosh. listed they were one, brutal. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve critics, and I haven't seen one positive review. No, but they were brutal. Like they so were <laughs> they were they were as nasty to cats as they were to Meghan Markle. Yes. So there you go. Cats is the worst thing that's happened to cats since dogs. Well, I guess that sums it up. So there's that one. <laughs> they said it was it was one for the litter box, and it was a catastrophe. Oh, it was horrible. Okay, so in celebrity news, um, 
So Sharice alone details the night that her mother shot and killed her father, and she says she was not ashamed, according to people, because he abused her mother, and they felt that the mother killed him out of self-defense. So I thought that was, wow, that was an eye-opener. I mean, that was shocker. Can you imagine as a young girl watching your mother kill your father yeah. because he's an abuser? That's, that's hard. Um, the Wall Street Journal is saying that... Um, the reason that the, a lot of the parents are holding out in the college scandal is because they feel that they were misled and that they really actually have a defense. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, that kid, Ryan, K-A-J-I-L or whatever, this YouTube guy, he had 22.9 million subscribers, up 4 million from the years before. He's the highest paid YouTuber ever, and he's just like a 9 or 10-year-old kid. Yeah, he's a toy reviewer, isn't Can he? Can you imagine? I mean, why are we, we have a YouTube channel. Why aren't we doing something on it? <laughs> I'm going to have to start getting on my YouTube channel and picking up 4 million followers in a week, a year. And let's see, Jimmy Johnston, for the big football uh, coach, at one time he was with uh, the Dallas Cowboys. He's, he now, he's won the Super Bowl twice. He's now been put into the Hall of Fame. And important news, Adele lost 100 pounds. How did she lose 100 pounds? Oh, my God, she's unrecognizable. I mean, I don't know. How do you lose? That's a lot. 100 pounds. I never thought of her as 100 pounds over the, overweight. She must be, like, bone thin. But the pictures I saw of her, she looked thin but not bone thin. So yeah. she was. But I have a feeling when you've carried that much weight around that long, you're going to have a lot of scaggy skin to deal with. I don't know. But congratulations to her. I hope it was healthy weight loss. Then something that's just going to drive Trump crazy. The Obama's Netflix film that they produced called The American Factory is nominated for Best Foreign Film as an Oscar. <laughs> Imagine he got the Nobel Peace Prize. If he gets an Oscar, Trump is literally going to explode and go back and go back to Walter Reed. Oh my God, that was a good one. So the Oscar nominations, let's just hit the highlights. The Best Picture was were nominated Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, which is Netflix, Joho Rabbit, The Joker, Little Women, The Marriage Story in 1917. I have seen half of those. I saw The Joker last weekend. A star. I it was okay, but I don't see whatever. Oh, and else Once is Upon like a Town at Time in Hollywood and Parasite. Yeah. So who do you guys think is gonna win? Probably, I guess, Joker, because it seems to have, like, all of this uh, momentum. But I, I don't think it was... I don't know. I don't think it was Oscar-worthy, i got to be honest. I think he may win the lead, but I'm not sure about the others. He, okay, he the will. lead actor, Banderas for Pain and Glory, DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for The Joker, and Jonathan Price for Two Popes. Probably I love Joaquin Jonathan Phillips. Price, though. He was, yeah. I, I kept forgetting I was watching. <laughs> yeah. But I have a yeah. feeling Joaquin yeah. may win yeah, that one. Yeah, he probably will. And the lead actress, uh, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Stories, uh, Ronan Little Women, Charles Theron Bomb. I do not know how Charlize Theron got one for Bombshell, and I do not know how anybody got one for Bombshell. Renee Zellweger, Judy. That's who I think is going to win. Judy. Yeah, no, she probably Renee. Was, she she should, won she at the Critics win. Awards, too. But she should win. She actually sang those songs. She looked exactly like her. She acted like her. She was brilliant in that. Supporting actor, Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in Hollywood, Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes, Al Pacino, The Irishman, Joe Pesky, The Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. 
think the, the popular choice would be Brad Pitt, but I didn't see enough of the other movies to know, but I was really happy for him. I love to see him come back with somebody like that. Supporting actress Kathy Bates from Richard Jewell. She was good in that. I don't know that it was Oscar-worthy. Laura Dern, Marriage Story, didn't see it. Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women, and Ro How did Margot Robbie get supporting actress in Bombshell? You know, a lot of people were saying J-Lo was dissed, that she should have been nominated yeah, for Yeah, and Eddie Murphy didn't get nominated either. Yeah, and that was another one that people said were dissed. And then the directors, of course, Scorsese, Phillips, Mendez, Tarantino, and I don't know, probably either, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win that kind one. Kind of a toss-up on that one. Uh, there's a lot of tough talent. Ma Martin Scorsese. Yeah. And Todd he, but Phillips it hasn't been from winning. The Joker. The guy Mendez from 1917. Quentin Tarantino. Has he already won an Oscar or not, Quentin? Y yes. He has? You sure? Yeah, for best. Or, yeah, he okay. won for... Um, uh, I know which one, the one with the girl and they stabbed Kill Bill. Him. Yeah, okay. And Bon John Parasite. So listen, there may be a surprise. That Parasite guy might win. Animated picture, I didn't see any of those. Adapted screenplay, not that interesting. Uh, original screenplay, Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Parasite. For original screenplay, I wouldn't be surprised if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood won, because that was pretty original. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Raquel Gooch says, Eddie Murphy is still paying for Norbit, which is that horrible movie he was in. You know, Eddie, I'm surprised Eddie, uh, Eddie uh, what's-his-name, wasn't nominated. I'm really surprised. Uh, you know, I didn't know if Jayla would be nominated or not, because it, it probably... You know, I don't know. She was good in it. She was great in it. But there was so much competition. So there you go. Now, moving along, that was the Oscars. And the, on the, this is a prerequisite for the Oscars were the Critics' Choice winners. The winners were Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Now, these are people's choice. These aren't professional actors, which is really more important to me because this is what people are going to pay their dollars for. Joaquin Phillips, Renee Zellweger, Brad Pitt, Laura Dern and the Irishman. If all those pan out to be Oscars, then the people's people's choice people have a really good taste. All of us. The uh, critics' choice. The critics. Yeah. Critics' choice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the best director. Uh, Parasite. Uh, 1917. Hmm. They tied. No, oh, they tied. Okay. Best original screenplay. Tarantino. Once upon a time. Adapted screenplay. Little Women. Uh, animated. Toy Store. Action Story. Avengers, Toy Story 4, yeah. And uh, Dolomite's My Name, comedy. I am surprised um, Eddie didn't get something. Anyway, and then the uh, best foreign language was Parasite. I'm really hoping that the Obamas win an Oscar, if for no other reason, to just put Trump <laughs> into the insane asylum once and for all. He will lose it. Yeah. He'll be out now. I could have won an Oscar, but I'm too busy helping. Blah, blah, blah. You can just hear it. Oh, my God. Uh, he'll figure out a way to have the Russians get him one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Actually, if you wanted a film on corruption and you could do a documentary on corruption and the Trump crime family and the Russians and the rest of it, that would win an award for sure. Remember how? Remember that um, the Clinton Cash movie that came out and everybody was telling us about it and all this stuff and some people that we know very well were preaching the propaganda and the whole thing like that. And then the report comes out last week and it was all a bunch it of shit. It was all bullshit. 
Even Trump's own Justice own Department had to say there is nothing there. Absolutely. Same thing with the emails. Nothing uh, there. Same thing with Benghazi. Nothing there. Same thing with Whitewater. Nothing where there. They don't have one thing. And Trump's got 19 of his friends in jail, and everyone's still saying how corrupt the Clintons are. I mean, I that doesn't it, tell it, you delusion. Uh, and then in television... Um, Let's see if anything stands out here. Uh, hmm, I didn't watch a bunch oh of stuff. Oh my god, stuff, I'm watching so. the best show on Netflix right now. What was that? It's, Michelle Williams. That one stands out. It's yeah. called AJ and the Queen, and it has RuPaul in it. And I'm going to tell oh, you, yeah. I thought it was going to be some campy, kind of crazy, not well written show. It is. It's got so much heart and soul to it. And I, just, I mean, I'm, I'm loving it more than anything I've watched for quite a while. So I would highly recommend it because it's an interesting uh, concept with what I they've done. I love RuPaul. I think it's great. Too. And I, I just think good. it's great that a guy like that, really, I mean, just complete misfit at outcast has made yeah. such a name for himself and, and being That's, embraced by so many people. I mean, that is that just That is a powerful. good example, going back to our earlier conversation about Finding one thing that you love to do and, and do, being the best at it, and then and everybody else it. is going to come. Your success come will come to you. you. Build exactly. it in, they will come. Yep. In the fires, this is breaking my heart. A billion animals have died. I can't take it. And yesterday I read that they dropped carrots and sweet potatoes. I forget how many pounds. A 1,000 pounds of carrots and sweet potatoes were dropped off across South Wales to try to save the little koala bears and the little animals that it's are awful. dying. It's awful. I saw this thing this me. morning about it. my heart. And the bad thing uh, is, even if some of them survived, their habitats are gone. Oh, so their habitats are gone. They are injured. They're in pain. I can't. Some woman was on television. She said the lucky ones died. Oh, it's just, I, it's horrible. And the fires are, ta are the size, twice the size of Belgium. That's how much, mm -hmm. the, how much they've spread. And the air pollution is so bad, people are having to wear masks. Yep. It's spread over 11.3 million acres. 11.3 million acres have been burned and destroyed. Mammals, reptiles, birds, animals. 20 people are dead. There are 100 fires still burning. And the Army Reserve is on their la They're just worn out. Mm -hmm. And now I guess some finally, the, some other people from other countries are going to go in and try to help. They should have mm -hmm. done that day one. Same L.A. Thing in last week, I saw the... Well, finally, how know. long, much later. But remember, Brazil turned away the help. Australia is welcoming the yeah. help. But we need more people helping. It's just horrible. Um, let's see. There was something else. Oh. There's a lot of celebrities donating. Like, there's a thing going around to get them each yeah. to donate a million dollars. And some of them are have. donating more. Yeah. You know, I, I saw, saw DiCaprio had donated. Like, he gave, I think, more than that. I think he gave what? $3 million out of his charitable yeah. foundation. And then he gave a million. And then there are some others some, giving yeah. a million. It's I saw that terrible. Chris Insworth, who's, that's his home country, who was one of the Avengers. Who? Chris Insworth. Oh, yeah. Chris he gave, he a, million. gave a million. Yeah. yeah. He's, I love him. He's, he's so cute. He's the one Miley broke his heart. I'm sorry, I'm on Team Chris on that one. Uh, then the, in the climate um, disaster, it turns out, according to documentation and research, that for more than 50 years, the big oil companies knew that their products were causing climate change. Mm -hmm. But instead of warning the public, they hid it in order to protect their profits. 
So that's adding to. And, and while we've been sitting here and you've been doing that, the New York Times is a breaking news just uh, notification just came up and said last year was the second hottest on record, closing out the warmest decade ever since records have been keeping. But it's snowing somewhere, so there's no problem, according to Trump. <laughs> uh, scientists in Sweden have created a liquid that they say can absorb solar energy and store it as a thermal fuel for as long as 18 years. The fluid works like a rechargeable battery, but instead of electricity, sunlight goes into to the it becomes the heat, and then they can take it out and use it when they need it. Well, you see, those are the things we should be funding and putting our money into, and and trying to reduce fossil fuels. People that are progressive—that's the one thing I like about like Yang, candidate Yang, Tom Steyer. All those people have made the one guy that dropped out that I thought was uh, that made uh, climate change as number one priority. I mean, we have to lead the world in climate change. Instead, we've pulled out the climate agreement, which is just one element. But in addition to that, why aren't we like funding instead of funding wars? Why aren't we funding things that are going to improve the planet by improving the climate and also the infrastructure and creating jobs? I, I just I can't understand the backwards thinking of these people. In I just I just saw something. Today that um, uh, Mazda has done. They have a new feature in one of their cars, the type of car I have, and it now absorbs the kinetic en energy of the car so, similar to the car in Black Panther, they're taking that energy and it stores this, it stores it in this little um, uh, device, and then the rest of the car, like all the electric cars, yeah, so it's cars, energy neutral. So it runs off it. It doesn't have any. Yeah, it's great. They, but see, it's all those, those innovative things. things if you were funding innovation and research, and if you were funding, you know, instead of helping the fossil fuel industry, if you were taking people that are dependent on that income for their for their livelihood in funding things that are opposite that, they would still have great jobs and we'd be moving the world forward. Mm -hmm. It's just like we have spent $30 billion bailing out the farmers because of this stupid crisis that Trump created with the tariffs. Yep. Well, if you remember when Obama bailed out the auto industry, all the criticism that he got from the Republicans, but when he bailed them out, it was a loan they had to pay back. This isn't a loan. This is just money down the gutter, and right. they're still going bankrupt and losing everything, <laughs> and you can't rebuild these farms that have been destroyed. So those tariffs are just ridiculous. Now he's going to take a victory lap today because he made some promise yeah, he just from China. It. He signed you know it right what? This is on. a promise from China, and they haven't done anything yet. And he created the crisis, so now he can come in and I fixed it. Look what I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> then, uh, speaking of climate change, um, extreme weather killed thousands of um, and hundreds of billions of damage in the last 10 10 years, so all that money that if we would have put into prevention, we could have saved thousands of lives, billions of animals, and billions of dollars. There's a typhoon in the Philippines on Christmas Day. Uh, 200 uh, homes were destroyed in Chile on Christmas Day, and New Zealand's got now, uh, they're trying to come up with their solutions, everything from edible coffee cups to all kinds of environmental things. Other countries are leading the way, and we're just sitting here. Moss is not an American brand. You know, yeah. we're just sitting here, like, getting behind. Actually, we're going backwards while the world's passing us by. Yep. Al Gore's warned about this for 30 years, and yep. no one took him seriously. If Al Gore would have been president and instead he, of the Supreme if Court... if he had lost, not been, had the presidency stolen? Instead of the Supreme <laughs> Court uh, that was appointed by George Bush and his father, George Bush's father, if they wouldn't have appointed George was president and Al Gore would have actually won which he did and been president there wouldn't have been a war in Iraq and climate change would have been the number one priority in the world for the last 30 years led by the United States every Republican that you put in there 
wake up. It's, they're just greedy. It's all about money and power. And I didn't want to used to believe that because I'm like the old school Republicans were different, you know. But, you know, when you go back and do the research, they really weren't. If you look at the criminal justice uh, system, who, who really corrupted that? The Ronald Reagan administration corrupted that with the war on drugs and, and George Sr. So when you look at it objectively, because I want to think that they're, you know, the old school Republicans were like, that was a good thing. But at their heart of hearts, they were all about money, power, and greed, too. And I, that's just why I can't support Republicans anymore, even though I have donated to some and I do like some. And there are some that are good people, but most of them, in their heart of hearts, it's more about them than everybody else in the greater good, most of them. And that's just horrible today and what's going on with, with, I mean, everything Trump's, everything about Trump. Do you see that news that was breaking last night? We'll talk about it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Remember when I told you I was at the movie theater and that guy came up and yeah. smacked him? Well, this Iowa yoga instructor beat up a fellow moviegoer because he was on his phone. <laughs> beat the hell out of him and was arrested. I was like, that could have been me. When the movie becomes the show. And then in Florida, <laughs> listen to this, in Florida. Of course, this, Florida. Always in Florida. This, um, the former Miss, Mrs. America from Florida, Karen Turk, she's big buddies with Roger Stone. She was just convicted and sentenced for stealing her mother's Social Security checks and living off of them because her mother is mentally out of it. So she's that's an, she's the one that was made the shirt that said uh, Roger Stone did nothing yeah. wrong. Yeah. Her. So all these people are just so corrupt. Also, and now by the way, Roger Stone spoke at Roy Jr.'s class the other day at the criminal at the conspiracy class he's taking at school and You're i'm kidding me no and they put a picture up on the board of his um of his back with the nixon thing and i said rj how was he, he was like it was okay i'm like you don't understand what you witnessed if i would have known roger stone was going to be lecturing at that class i would have been in the back row oh, i mean this gosh. is like the biggest thing ever roger stone's the creator of conspiracy theories he started <laughs> conspiracy theories about the bushes 30 something years ago he wrote several books conspiracy theory books so he was at roy jr's class talking and they took a class photo of all the kids with roger Right in the middle, going like this with that whole uh, Nixon thing he did. Oh, I'm oh, not a crook. Gosh. I mean, it was hilarious. Anyway, so Mrs. America, Roger What kind Stones, of school are you sitting at RJ Exactly. <laughs> Mrs. America, Roger jo Stone's best buddy, did nothing wrong t-shirt girl, has gone to jail for stealing her mother's um, Social Security <laughs> checks. Also in Florida, after trying to steal golf balls, a 22-year-old boy who was trying to steal golf balls from an older man, and when the older man told him uh, not to do it anymore, I think the older man was 75 or something years old, he beat the hell out of him, hauled oh into my jail. Goodness. All Florida, also in Florida, <laughs> a 350-pound grouper was caught. Oh, I saw off that. Off the Florida coast. It... It, the the grouper was 50 years old. It was as big as that bookcase. And it's huge. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, just 350 pounds. I mean, it's as big as Donald Trump. And the thing is, 
Imagine you. Grouper. This is why you can't even eat fish Trout anymore. Mouth. You can't even eat fish anymore. You know you can't eat cows. Go see dark water. You know you can't eat meat. Go see what they're the the the, the chemicals they're ingesting, and. Ugh, and now yep. you can't even eat but, fucking grouper because the, the seas are, are, are fish. The seas are filthy, dirty. And, and some of these animals are 350 pounds and 50 years old. I mean, can you imagine the toxins in that grouper? <laughs> oh, I'll never be able to ever touch a grouper again. There's a, there's a, um, a Netflix mini or a docuseries called Rotten. And it's uh, like every, every episode is about a different food or uh, like they did something on CBD gummies lately, things like that. But they do, um, uh, they talk about where your food comes from. I can't. And it, it just like ruins everything for you. I'm trying to, I'm going to try to get to politics. Let's move on. Okay. Yep. So, uh, five things you can do to add 10 healthy years, disease-free years to your life. Don't smoke, exercise, don't overeat. I mean, don't be overweight, don't have too much alcohol, and have a healthy diet. So we have to all do that. And in 2017, alcohol proved to be more deadly than the illicit drugs, including opioids, according to a research. 70,000 more people died from alcohol than the drug abuse. So we're going to have to move on. Oh, my God, I've got so much gun news. I'm going to move on. We're going to save this for later. Um, Leah's life lesson this week, don't milk a cow that could become dinner. Did you, did you notice Roy went in and, and tried to correct us? Oh, what did he say? <laughs> he said, shouldn't it be, don't eat the cow that you might milk or something oh, like that? what the hell does he know? <laughs> what does he know? Go back to practicing law. Leave the philosophy up to me. I thought it was funny. In politics, uh, so did you guys see the debate last night? Yes, I did watch some of it. So right before the debate, it breaks that Les Parnas handed over thousands of pages of documents, his defense lawyer, to the House of Representatives. Included in that is a handwritten note by him saying to be sure that the new president, Zelensky, announces an investigation into Biden on behalf of Trump. Mm -hmm. Then there were some WhatsApp conversations, and it turns out they have documentation to prove that Les Parnivs and a few thugs were surveilling Yovanovitch, the ambassador to Ukraine. And remember when she testified, she said she was told her life was in danger to get out right away. She was going to be going through some time. Well, and and she had to leave. She left on a minute's notice in the middle of the night. she was going to be going through some stuff. And Trump said she was going to be going through some stuff. But she left in the middle of the night and got out fast because she was told her life was in danger. She was tipped off about that, and they got her out of there. Turns out they were surveilling her every move. Oh, she's she's not on the phone now. She's at the street corner now. She's at this now. She's not there now. We haven't heard from her in hours. This was Les Parnas, mm-hmm. Julie, Giuliani's thugs that he was hanging out with. Turns out a Republican was in the loop on all of this. And he's saying, oh, I was just cutting up with friends having drinks. No, when you're surveilling a, a, a legal ambassador to the Ukraine and participating in where they are and what they're doing and watching their every move, that's not cutting up with friends having drinks at a bar. So all of that was dumped on the Democrats right before the Democratic debate last night. Mm -hmm. As far as the debate goes last night, I don't think there was any winners or losers. I don't really think it changed anybody's mind. I don't either. But I will say, you know, I don't think Elizabeth Warren's a liar. I just don't. And I think that Bernie's had a lot of problems in his camp with women, a lot of quit. He's been accused of a lot of misogyny. And 
I didn't like the way he treated Hillary Clinton, so I'm, I just don't, I don't believe uh, that uh, Elizabeth Warren's a liar. Let's put it that way. Now, yeah, I don't think either one of them we are <laughs> more than $3 trillion more in debt now than we were when Trump came into office. Remember Trump's promise was he was going to, it was so easy, it's so easy, I'm just going to get rid of that debt completely while I'm in office. It's up $3 trillion. Um, we have spent on Trump properties $588,000 of taxpayer monies on just Trump golf courts in the last three years, and that money went to the Trump people. So remember, those golf carts are sitting there, whether they're rented or not. Yeah, so the they cart. got $588,000 on golf carts in three years. Now, that doesn't count the $3 million a trip to Mar-a-Lago. That doesn't count the extra security. By the way, Munchkin has said he's not going to uh, release what we have spent, the taxpayers have spent on Trump and his family's security mm -hmm. until after the election. Well, that's because they're hiding it because that number is so big. And speaking of hiding mm -hmm. it, turns out that all that stuff that was released to the House from Parnas's lawyer last night has been sitting at the Attorney General Barr's office for weeks on end, and they were hoping it didn't come out and trying to keep it. To, that's why they were trying to hurry up and get that impeachment over with before more information well, came out. I heard today or last night too, and I think Elizabeth Warren's the one that's calling for the investigation for Trump because on New Year's Eve at Mar-a-Lago, he was telling all of his friends that something was going to go oh, yeah. down in Iran, yeah. Yeah. and they were able to Eric trade their tweeted they, about they it. were able to tr trade, trade, their, trade stocks. their stocks on it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing an investigation with the the stock exchange the to see who bought stocks based on Trump running around bragging about something going down in Iran. Inside information. Now, meanwhile, Trump, the delusional Trump says that, believe it or not, so the, the prime minister of Ethiopia got a Nobel Peace Prize, right? So Trump stands up at a rally and says, I deserved that Nobel Peace Prize. I made the deal. I'm the one that saved the country of, of Ethiopia. I should have gotten his Nobel Peace Prize. And then remember he got mad when little Greta got her Nobel Peace Prize? He's eaten up with the fact yeah. that Obama got a Nobel Peace Prize, and he didn't. And he's going to die if Obama gets an Oscar. Just the nomination <laughs> alone is putting him in a, in a pit frenzy. Remember how he complained about how he didn't get, a, he didn't get an Emmy, Emmy for The Apprentice? Oh, my God. Now, Cory Booker drops out, and Marianne Williamson drops out. Now, Marianne Williamson is so funny. One of the comedians made a comment that says, uh, it's, she only dropped out if you're from the camp that says that the spirit chooses to uh, experience in time in a linear fashion. So in other words, she may be still there. <laughs> She's still running, just in another, <laughs> in in, another in, in a parallel universe. <laughs> According to um, a survey taken... 76% of the people in Germany think that uh, the, the... Okay, the question was, what are the confidence in the leadership of Obama versus Trump? What is your confidence? 33 countries surveyed. 76% of the people in Germany say it's worse under Trump. 75% in France say it's worse under Trump. 58% in Canada, worse under Trump. 52% in Australia, worse under Trump. 51% in the UK, worse under Trump. 48% in Japan, worse under Trump. Trump. It goes on and on and on. They all say basically that Obama's leadership was by far better than Trump. So the international world hates him and thinks that he's a joke and delusional, and he is. Um, let's see. Oh, the Americans have, we have paid, you, you and I, American taxpayers, have paid $7.2 billion in import taxes on Chinese goods, steel, and aluminum this year because of the tariffs the trade war that Trump started for no reason. 
Now, in the last 45 days, the De Defense Secretary Chief of Staff has resigned, the Navy Secretary has resigned, his assistant has resigned, the assist Assistant Secretary for Asia has resigned, the Under Secretary for Readiness for the PR Advisory has, uh, for the International Corporation, International World has resigned, uh, the Under Secretary of Defense for Intelligence has resigned, and the Pentagon Chief of Staff has resigned, all in the last 45 days. They're just people, they can't deal with Trump, and when they see by going up against him, he destroys their life, uh, then, you know, they just walk away. It's yep. unbelievable. Uh, there was a tweet from the White House. Did you see this one of the White House, the first snow of the year? It was it was it was a stock image. It was like they a, it put was, a picture <laughs> up the first snow of the year, and it was sixty degrees. Yeah, it had been sixty that day, and it was fifty that night. And they tweeted out a picture: the first snow of the year at the White House. I mean, they lie when the truth is better. Why bring it up at all? Why say anything? Was the snow it wasn't snowing was that the snow day. Drawn in on the sharpie. <laughs> I mean, I, I just really can't. And, you know, Bloomberg's position is, look, it's all, and I've been saying this for months now, it's all about the swing states. Remember, it's the yeah. economy, stupid. It's the swing states, stupid. The swing states, Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Arizona, and Wisconsin. Bloomberg's position is they have spent all this time and all this money in a state called Iowa to pick the Democratic nominee or head it up. And Iowa's going to be a Republican state no matter what they do. That this, all this money needs to be going into the swing state. So that's what he's focusing on. That's what he's doing. And he says he's going to support the nominee no matter who it is. So let's just hope we get a moderate nominee so that they can win. Um, let's see. Oh, Trump says that he turned down the Times Person of the Year honor. And Tom Magazine came out right away and said that's bullshit. They never offered it to him. His ego is just so out of control. He criticized and mocked Greta with Asperger's, the teenager, because she got the time uh, award. His ego is just so out of control. And McConnell has just stopped, has stopped legislation on gun safety, voting rights, electronic security, clean energy and investments, and the minimum wage increase. Violence Against Women's Acts and LBGT protections. All these there's laws hundreds are sitting. Of laws sitting there. There's almost 400, but these are the big ones that are sitting there that he has not allowed anybody to vote on. Meanwhile, while they're deregulating all these things and putting all these toxins back into the environment and the water, Trump's like, I like clean air and I like clean water. I'm the environmental president. Oh! And, and like <laughs> literally, while he was saying that, they were signing the stuff behind the scenes. And while he's up there going, I am going to save your pre-existing conditions. There's legislation going in the yeah, court right they're now. Trying to, to take, take it away, away again. So it's you watch what they do, not what they say, because they're just going to lie. That's the way it is. All right, we're for out sure. of time. I'd love to go on. I could go on <laughs> for like five more years, but we're out of. Let's see. The I don't know. There's just so much to say. Oh, my oh, God. little puppies walking around. Oh, Trump's was fined $2 million for defrauding eight charities. And then yesterday it all came out that the Clintons didn't do anything wrong with their charity yeah. or Burisma or the uh, whatever it was called. What was it the, the other thing they went after them on? White Wall. No, the current one. Uh, oh, God, I can't think. But the uranium yeah. thing. Yeah. So the bottom line is Trump's a crook <laughs> and a con artist <laughs> and a liar. It's 15,000 lies. All right, so I guess I'll see you guys next Wednesday, same time, same place. You don't want to miss all this excitement. Where's my ink pen? You don't want to miss all this excitement because...
This is where you get your news. If you want someone to curate the news for you, it will be me. And don't forget <laughs> to shop leahblack.com for um, Valentine's Day is coming up. We're going to have some specials going on with that. And you can use the code PODCAST at checkout for 50% off the CBD products and the Sudden Youth Complete Lift Face. Go to Instagram and look at the testimonials and go to the website leahblack.com and buy anything you want with a podcast for your 50% off on the CBD and the face mask. And don't forget to send us your testimonials. At some point, we're going to have a drawing where we pick out the pick out one randomly and send you something for free. And I want to say Yay! hi to Eden Dominic because she has been trying to catch us live for about oh. a month and she's had a hard time, but today she did. What's so her name? Eden Dominic. She listens every week. Where's she, she from? Uh, I think she's in Canada. Eden, maybe. thank you. I don't know, Eden. Maybe we I have, have your place so from. We have so many followers from all over the world. Don't tell the UK all my gossip about the UK, my philosophy. All right, so we'll see you guys next week. Same time, same place, 12 o'clock, noon Eastern, on Facebook Live or where you get your favorite podcast. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 